Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Good morning, how are you? I'm Graham Brian. Can you give us some positive news? Is there light at the end of the rate high <laughs> tunnel? Because many of us have just received information from our banks that our mortgages are going up again. And uh, <laughs> we could do with some good news in this area. Have you got any for us, please? Um, I think it depends if you're a glass half full or a glass half empty kind of person. <laughs> I can try, mm. but um, unfortunately, in the in the interest rate world, there's not too much good news at the moment. But hopefully, things will begin to right to kind of stabilise and reduce soon. Hopefully. When you say hopefully, because uh, I don't, there's been about four interest hike rates at this stage, isn't there? In the last number of months, is, is this the last yeah. one? Is, or is there likely to be another one? Yeah, well, so the ECB president was a bit kind of non-committal, I suppose, as to whether there'll be another one in September. Like, I so to kind of, I suppose, to put a bit of context on it. Obviously, the reason they're increasing interest rates is to bring down the levels of inflation. Now, it has been working, but inflation has proven to be a bit more stubborn or stickier than that they envisaged. So it's down about half from the peaks, it's down from double digits to the five and a half percent. Right. Now their goal inflation rate is about two percent, so we still have a bit to go. So while there may or may not be one next month, mm-hmm. there will there will have to be more to bring the inflation down. Now I think where people can take some bit of solace from is looking to say the US. So the US and the Federal Reserve over there were a little bit quicker and a bit more aggressive than the ECB in increasing interest rates. So their base rate is higher than what ours is at the moment. Right. But their inflation right now is down just below 3%. So they're nearly at the goal. So I think we can take some solace the fact they're there now, that we aren't too far behind them. So hopefully, that there, well, there may be a couple more interest rate hikes coming. Hopefully that will be the end of it. We, we don't want them, Brian. The we do not want them. Put the, send them I, away, I'm please. sure we don't. Yeah. Look, uh, just, yeah. I'll have a word with Christine there and see if she can do, do something for us. Yeah, the ECB <laughs> president um, last week yeah. warned governments that they should scale back supports extended to households and businesses as the energy crisis fades. Is that a good idea in your expert opinion? No pressure now, mind you. Yeah, um, so, so yeah, she's been speaking about this for quite a while. She, back to January, February, she was talking about this and it hasn't, the, the supports haven't been scaled back just yet. Now, I can see why she's suggesting it and the, her kind of logic behind this is that these energy, as, as the energy crisis fades, to use your terminology, the current prices aren't temporary. They're there and they're there to stay to kind of, I suppose, incentivize people to reduce their energy consumption. So what she's saying is that by governments having these supports in place, it's one, not achieving the goal of people cutting back their energy consumption, but two, it's only adding to the inflationary pressures, which is going to force them to increase interest rates and continue to do so. That's her logic behind it, which again makes sense. But I'm sure if you go to the homeowner or the small business owner who's receiving these supports to keep the show on the road, I don't think they're going to be too happy with scaling back these supports. One, because it's going to help make them struggle only more. But two, with regards to cutting back to energy consumption, they're going to ask what the alternative is because the infrastructure isn't there to facilitate that at the moment. So I can see her logic, 
but it's not as black and white as she's making it out to be, I wouldn't think. Now, the other aspect of this is this government rainy day fund that uh, most of the opposition parties, Social Justice Ireland, so many organisations have mentioned to me, this rainy day fund that, for me, sometimes goes from 16 billion to 25 billion. I haven't a clue yeah. what's in it. Do you know what's in this rainy day fund and could it be used? I, I, to I, I'm, I'm like you, I've no idea. Somewhere in that range, but again, it changes all the time. Yeah, so what do you think of that suggestion then? Use the rainy day fund and take the pressure off hard-pressed mortgage holders. Yeah, well, the rainy day fund needs to be spent and start being used. Now, there are so many different uses for it, whether it be, again, to help people with the cost of living crisis. I know the government a while back were talking about using it to pay down debt, which I disagree with. I do think it needs to be spent, but... I suppose, from a, from my perspective, I think the, the fundamental issue here in Ireland, even beyond interest rates and beyond inflation, is that we don't have the supply to keep up with the demand in the country. Like We have this amazingly educated country with workers and talented and highly educated employees from yeah. both Ireland and further afield, but we don't have the facilities to, to cater for them, whether that be transport, roads, housing, things of that nature. So... I think the fund needs to be spent, but to, I suppose, to meet those goals in terms of getting more accommodation to both purchase and to rent. Because even when we get beyond this inflation and interest rate fiasco, if we can't increase the supply, then the price of everything is going to stay where it is and it's going to stay really, really high, which is unsustainable. Mm -hmm. So I really think the money needs to be spent. But if it was up to me, which unfortunately it isn't, I would be pumping it into Ireland and making Ireland able to hold 10 million people it kind of should be their goal, basically. And also, I suppose, from um, just a little, I suppose, personal input into it, I think that if they are to spend the rainy day fund, that yeah. they need to be more efficient in their spending because at the moment, well, I think, for example, the Children's Hospital, well, it's brilliant that it's, it's, it's there and it's coming. It's gone way over budget. Right. The initial budget was somewhere between seven, eight, and 800 million. I think the final cost is going to be somewhere between 1.7 and 2.1 billion. So over a billion euro over budget, which just seems mad. And you look at countries like Scotland, Finland, Denmark have built similar hospitals in quite similar countries yeah. for some reason of 150 to 350 million compared to us spending the cost of two billion on, I think. Okay. If they are going to spend the funds, they need to be a lot more efficient with their spending. Look, I, I, I always like to round off the, the morning mix in a positive frame of mind. So you're my final guest for today's edition of the programme. We've, we've lost more people coming up tomorrow and I'm sure, surely I'll find some more optimistic people as well. So have you any message yeah. of optimism at all for us, please, that we can send our listeners off to their lunch in a happy frame of mind, please? Yeah, I, like, I do think, again, even though... like Firstly, again, like this whole... Like I said, looking at the US, they've I think they are a very good kind of model to follow, and the rest of the world tends to lag slightly behind them in terms of the economy yeah. and how things are performing. So I think where they are is a really, really positive kind of message for us. Mm. So typically when you increase interest rates to bring down inflation, the trade-off for it is that unemployment tends to rise. But employment's are, employment is still at all-time high, all highs in both US and in Europe. So yeah. the fact that central banks are managing to looking like they could potentially put off what's known as a soft landing out of these kind of interest rate hikes is really really positive okay now, we'll see what happens in the future also again like in terms of well there's all a lot of doom and gloom at the moment there is a lot of opportunities out there for people yeah. with regards to well irish banks aren't i suppose passing on interest rates some of the kind of institutions are now offering stuff that yeah. can get people return on investments lots of really positive changes in the pension landscape particularly for 
kind of business owners that are really, really positive. So there is some, definitely some opportunity out there for people. All right, Brian, have to leave it there. Thank you for taking our call. Enjoy the chat. We'll, we'll touch base with you again. Talk to you soon. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views. Alan Corcoran.